Well, this is episode 12, guys. Shoot, 12 weeks. That's like, what, three months? Crazy. Like that? That's awesome. And we're yeah. just now into spring. It's every, I think everybody's yard's waking up. This is, this is a fun time of year for me. I don't know about you guys. Absolutely. Thirsty Tuesdays. If it's Tuesday <laughs> and you like your lawn, you're in the right place. Yeah. Spring is springing, man. So we got uh, Russell here, Papa Mo's Lowe's. Welcome. Welcome. Glad to have you on. He was our, uh, our, our viewer winner from last week. Uh, we're excited to have you on this week. Um, maybe we start off a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your yard, what, what you're working with, um, you know, how long you've been there. Just a little bit about you and your yard. Wait, 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 the brakes there, sir. We missed one, one really important thing. We got to grab a glass and keep off the grass. Let's do it. Do you have a couple too many Jack and Cokes? My bad. I like that, Nate. I like seeing that. So cold. All right. Well, I'm in central Alabama. Been here about, uh, Four years now, uh, got uh, Bermuda grass, trying to get it uh, in shape. Uh, had a lawn service, you know, fertilizing it and that for me for the last four years. And then last year, uh, I just decided I was not happy with the way my yard was looking for the amount of money I was paying them to maintain it. So talked it over with my wife and I told her I'm going to buy the equipment. And I'm going to take it over myself. Uh, made a lot of mistakes in the past, and I'm trying to correct those now. Uh, I was mowing it too high with a rotary mower. So I went out and bought a real mower uh, from Real Rollers uh, this past, just a couple months ago. Got it in January. Uh, scalped my yard down and realized that it was not as thick as I thought it was. It got real leggy from me cutting it too tall with the rotary. So I'm dealing with a lot of bare spots right now, but it's starting to fill in, but I'm trying to learn what I can do to thicken it up and get it looking halfway decent. What, uh, what kind of Bermuda is it? Uh, just whatever the builder put in. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> the green kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I think that's kind of the process for, you know, a lot of, you know, you get, you get a place and then you kind of want to, you just got to learn as you go. And it's just, you know, half the fun is, well, half the frustration, half the fun is, is the, the whole learning process. And, and then you see how, as you learn more, it starts to look better and better. And you kind of get that, that satisfaction knowing that you did it yourself and it looks better than when a company comes out and does it for you even. Yeah. Um, I will say it was always one of the better looking moms in the neighborhood. Uh, even though it wasn't in the best shape, uh, it did look pretty good and it's still looking really good now it's not as bad as you know all that i just got some bare spots i got to get filled in but other than that it's uh thickening up pretty good from what i've done with it so far this year you know i awesome. jumped again a little early and started early february trying to you know work on the soil and everything as opposed to just throwing down fertilizer at it now russell but, uh, are you planning on are you planning on doing any kind of plugging uh, to fill in any of those bare spots or are they not so bad that you need to go that route? You're just kind of hoping that they'll fill in. I got one spot in the backyard that I'm going to plug. Uh, I got, you know, most of my backyard is pretty good. I got one spot over on, you know, it's uh, gets a lot of wash from the next door neighbor. Mm. So I'm going to plug it. But the front yard 
where I got some spots. I've what I've done there is uh, some of that was from the shade of a tree. The homeowners association requires everybody to have a tree in the front yard. And mm-hmm. fortunate for me, my builder put in a oak tree that's. Uh, Started off when I moved in four years ago. It was about five feet tall. Now it's about 35 feet tall. So I I went out and did a massive trimming on it uh, several months ago and raised the canopy on it pretty high. So I'm hoping that getting some sun to that will help cure that issue. What size uh, lot do you have? How big How big square footage? Uh, about 6,500 square feet is what I'm mowing. Pretty good. And how about? How about a uh, a program of some kind? You following the Bermuda Bible from the the lawn forum, or what are you what are you doing on your on your lawn? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what I what I started doing was, you know, first thing I did is I got on YouTube and I just searched Bermuda grass, and I came across the channel, started watching it, uh, bought some products that was recommended, and then the more I searched, I came across some other channels. And I tell you, I really like uh, what Ron Henry offers. Uh, so I was wanting to follow some of what he was doing in his yard. But this year he's changed it up a little bit. So I started uh, following the uh, Alan Hain. And I'll probably be doing a lot of stuff with uh, yard mastery products this year, along with some stuff that Ron has with the Miramichi Green. Okay. Somebody just mentioned Ron Henry actually in the in the chat. I'd I'm not familiar with him. Grass God Lucas in the chat uh, just mentioned that he's going to follow the uh, golf course lawn program from Ron Henry. So is that, uh, is that what you're doing? Is that the similar thing or, or something different? I, I am not familiar with that one personally. Yeah. Ron, well, I'm originally from Georgia and that's where Ron is. Uh, you know, so being in Alabama now, pretty similar uh, environment, you know, as far as weather and everything. So, uh, I think he's got an amazing lawn uh, for Bermuda grass. It's probably one of the, in the Southeast, it's probably one of the nicest lawns in the Southeast with Bermuda grass. And he, he had a program where he was using, you know, a lot of stuff from site one with uh, Lebanon turf uh, and Miramichi green products. Uh, so I, I was following along mostly with a lot of what he was doing. You know, like I said, I just started, you know, taking it over my yard this year, basically. Some of the stuff I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to break the bank uh, to get a good looking yard. So I think I can get some of the same stuff at a little bit better price through Yard Mastery and use some of the, the program that Alan Hayne has. What, what kind of mower you got? What, what do you use? You real mower? Yeah, just started real mowing this year. I got a Edwin, uh, Swordman Edwin 55. Nice. Uh, before that, I, I had a Honda HRR uh, rotary mower, and that's what I've used for the last eight years. Uh, been happy with it, but I just, you know, I can't go that low with it right now in my yard, so I need to do some top dressing and everything on that as well. Did you get all the attachments for that too? I got the Scarifier and an extra reel. Uh, and I'll probably get a, a verticutter in the brush with it later on this year. All right. Yeah, the attachments of those things are sweet. That's what makes them cool, how you can interchange those uh, cartridges. I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's real simple to change it. I had cut on it as well with, a, you know, just a lever. Uh, you loosen the bolt, 
move the lever, tighten the bolt back up, and you've changed your head cut. So you don't have to get out one of those calibration tools and sit there and mess with a lot of bolts on each side to make sure everything's even. It's a pretty simple uh, machine. So, hey, let's let's talk about spring. Let's talk about uh, what, we, what we're starting, you know, some of us, what, you know, most of us, I think, to some extent, have kind of gotten started out in the yard for the season and doing some stuff. Anybody got anything uh, exciting or, or fun they want to share that they're working on right now in the yard now, as we kind of get into the, the growing season? I think I took a step backwards with mine the other day when I, I got some dirt from my neighbor and some great, great, great dirt. And, and I had a lot of low spots. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to take advantage of it and screened it, put it all over my yard. And, and now I'm like, man, I don't know if that's a good idea because I did, a, I mean, I think I did about 12 to 15 wheelbarrows full in all different spots. And, you know, from the, from the street, you can't even see it, but you know, as I'm walking around my yard, I can just see dirt everywhere. And I'm like, I don't know if that was a great idea, but I mean, I think with, you know, and I'm not seeding cause I put down my pre-emergent already. So I'm really hoping that it's not going to be packed in. I'm hoping that the, uh, the growth that's happening right now, I'm hoping it'll push through and, and it'll be fine. But as I look out the window, I'm like, Oh no, I don't know if that was a good idea. So, but we'll see. It's one of those things, you know, like Brent always says, you know, it's your, it's your laboratory, you know, kind of trial and error. And I guess if it's all dead come fall, then I'll overseed it then and know that I probably shouldn't have done that. But I mean, if you got free dirt, I'd do the same thing. It was, I mean, it it was free, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if my neighbor said, Hey, I got, (laughs) I got a couple yards of dirt. You want it? I'd do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. We were talking. We were talking about he was going to get like three three yards. I think they ended up bringing like six or eight or something. I mean, it was he was going to do some raised garden beds, and that's why we had the dirt. And I just said like, "Hey, if you had any extra, I'd be willing to take it." And he calls me, and I look down the street, and I mean, it's it's up to his back bumper on his truck, and I'm like, "Well, that was a little bit. <laughs> that's that's a lot." So, but yeah, I mean, just like anything, you know. I mean, I, I told myself, "Heck, I could I could throw all that over the yard and." never even know it, you know, but so, but yeah, like I said, it was, it was a fun afternoon and my wife, you know, she was awesome enough to come down and help him help shovel and screen and, and do all the fun work with me. So I appreciate her help and good neighbors, you know, being in the Midwest, you know, good, good stuff to hook, hook a neighbor up with some dirt. So it was good. That's awesome. It's funny what you get excited about when you're a lawn care nut. (laughs) Exactly. So how many times have you guys mowed? This year, yet six. Damn. Really? Well, I mow like, like every <laughs> other day. You can't get double cuts. I just keep mowing. <laughs> it's the hey, best thing. I saw that picture you posted today, and it looked 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 pretty good. Not looking too bad. Good. It's looking good. <laughs> yeah, I um I recently threw down some uh, DCM that's uh, do care more. It's uh, supposed to be more of like an organic based product that's used on golf courses. Brent, you know all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw down their mini grand PN mix, which is a 10, 14, zero. Uh, and also I put down a, a 16, four, eight liquid from simple lawn solutions. That's their lawn food. Then it has, um, it was mostly urea based nitrogen there. So all in all, I put down almost, about about a pound of nitrogen. I hit it hard, Whoa. Um, <laughs> and uh, it looks great though. It's 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 uh it's coming in uh very nice. Um, 
you know, I'm probably going to end up doing some uh, dethatching or, you know, just kind of thinning things out with my uh, uh, earthwise dethatcher in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, it's, it's looking great. It's looking fantastic. So I, I was able to get a few mows in and put some stripes down. It's looking pretty good. If you dumped a pound on there, you're going to be, that's why you're mowing every other day. (laughs) (laughs) When your spring flush hits. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't mow last weekend with Easter and everything going on. We had a pretty busy weekend, but my birthday's coming up next weekend. So I I got uh, Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be out in the yard all weekend to kind of celebrate. So I'm going to try to hit it hard, do some flower beds and beautify my, my mulch beds and plant some bulbs and stuff. Um, I just threw some pro peat down probably a little bit too much. I was pouring it in a spreader and, and I was trying to film while I was spreading it. And uh, I was like, damn, that's going, <laughs> going quick. So I was like, well, I got to fill it back up and you spread it around the rest of the yard. I mean, I'm, I'm all in now. So I guess I'm going to test out that carbon based slow release action here in my yard, but it might be growing pretty quick here pretty soon. I don't know. What, uh, what spreader are you using? I have the Scott's edge guard mini. And I had it set. I mean, the, the numbers, like there was no settings on the bag. So I was like, well, I'll just kind of do it on the low end of a little bit less than a little, little bit less than half or so like around nine or something on the, on the little dial thing. And it shot out, shot out pretty good. And um, I had to dial that back so I could go over a few more times. And then the other side of my yard, try to spread it a little, th- a little further than I did in my side yard. But um, so I went, real, I went real heavy on my, on the yard that I, I butt up to my neighbor. So my domination lines will look pretty good here pretty soon. <laughs> so, so everybody, um, is that a few mows in? I know Sean's been mowing for like two months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my first mow was, uh, February 28th. I made sure to write it down in my journal this year. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I just mowed tonight. That was my third one. So, but I, I wanted to mow. I threw my first little, uh, spoon feed of some granular fertilizer down it's supposed to rain like the next two days so i want to make sure i got something down before it did that so exactly that was why i mowed but i probably could have waited but it was always good to get out and do it i scalped on february 6th and i've mowed every three days since Ah, nice (laughs) right yeah i just mowed for the first time a few days ago um and i'm using a new mower um i swapped my dad's mowers swap my dad mowers and um so the the highest setting i've used it before and i always set it on the highest setting which is like i don't know four inches or so so i dropped it down for my first mow to the second highest setting there's five settings i dropped it down to four and as i started mowing i was like oh shit um <laughs> i'm going a little too low <laughs> so uh i i kind of scalped a few spots um but I, I mean i was halfway through and i just went with it um, but you know, it may turn into a good thing, but, uh, it, I mean, it's coming back, it's recovering, but, uh, yeah, that was kind of my, uh, oh crap moment so far this year. I think at any point of the year to have that, oh crap moments now, you know, luckily with the, with the growth and the flush coming versus like in June, if you would have done that, then it would have been like, oh shit, you're going to have some bare spots. Yeah. I was talking to Oli about it last night, like from the fifth to the fourth setting, it's like an inch and a half or an inch. It's crazy. I didn't, I didn't think it would wood and so i just set the deck and started going and i was halfway through so i just i just went with it yeah yeah that extra inch up makes all the difference right that's 100 <laughs> true i haven't really i haven't mowed at all um well that's not entirely true and we'll maybe get into this a little bit 
a little bit later, but um, I did, I did do like just a quick once over in my backyard. Um, but I haven't, I haven't committed to, to mowing yet. Cause I want to make sure that the, uh, this, my spring seeding experiment, I want to make sure that uh, I get some germination from, from some of that stuff first. So I'm um, especially on the front, I'm letting it go. I'm not planning on mowing it till this weekend. And even then I'm, I'm going to kind of see where it's at. So that's great. When you do that, you're going to set your mower on the highest possible setting for that first one. I'm going to, it's going to be pretty high. I'm, I want to just let it, I want to kind of let it go and, you know, let it grow. Cause, um, you know, we had, we had talked about this, um, I think in a, you know, one of the earlier episodes, and I know that I had spoken with, uh, Vince about it when we did a YouTube video with, um, Kevin from Royal Knight and, one of the things that we talked about is like, what height do you cut your grass to kind of put it to sleep in the fall? And, um, I, I actually went a little bit lower than I normally do. So my grass is also still catching up, which I'm actually not mad that I did it because just with the weird winter that we had, it's like, I even so still had an issue with matting and snow mold, even with having, uh, you know, my grass cut shorter than normal. So, um, I don't think it, I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing given the winter that we had in the Northeast. So it's still kind of playing catch up, I think a little bit uh, just in terms of the height. So whenever I do cut it, it's, it's going to be a pretty high cut for sure. You got tall fescue, right? Yes, sir. I imagine you, you probably with all your project you did already, Brent, you probably dethatched and all that. And if you guys, any other, you guys do any dethatching or anything else to kind of get ready for the, the season? Or did you guys all do that last fall or, Besides mowing and, and fertilizing or whatever, you guys do anything uh, to get the season started in your yard? Yeah, I uh, I uh, dethatched um, or dragged my oh, yeah. dethatch rake through my uh, through my front lawn. Um, oh, that little spider know, leg. It's, it's, yeah, it's been about a month. Um, but yeah, I, I dragged it through. I was kind of trying to break up some of those uh, bent grass above ground root system. Um, and uh, it, it's recovering really good. It's looking good, um, but I still see some of that brown from that leftover uh, bent grass. So um, I'm going to be hitting that all year. Actually, I'll probably start around its tenacity soon. Yeah, I did mine about the same time as you, Zach. Um, I did the my I ran my little Sunjo dethatching machine on uh, March 7th, and then I gave it a little bit little bit of time, gave it about two weeks, and then on March 20th. Um, I did the aeration, um, put down my volcanic ash from Montana grow. Um, I did a, uh, DCM product. It was a 10, 14, zero. And also threw down some lime as well. Kind of bump up my pH a little bit. What was your pH Brent? Um, I would have to look, it wasn't terribly low. I did mm -hmm. like one small bag of the fast acting lime from earth science. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a pretty small bag. I want to say it's like a, like a 10 pound bag or something like that. And I did that for my whole 5,000 square feet. So it was not a super high application of lime. Cause I've never done lime before. And, um, you know, to be, be perfectly honest and transparent, I didn't do a ton of research into it either. So I didn't want to overdo it, but, um, just in talking with a couple of people, they're like, yeah, you should be, you should be good there and not, you know, be overdoing it. So I want to say, yeah, it was like a, it was like a 10 or 15 pound bag. I use that in the whole, like my whole yard. So I split that up 
between the front and the back because it's pretty evenly space, uh, pretty evenly split up. I have, I would say, I think 20, like 2650 uh, in the backyard. And then, you know, obviously the remainder of the 5,000 in the front yard. So it's, it's a pretty even split between the two. Yeah. I, I went the other way. I, I raised, or I had to lower my pH. So I, uh, I'm at a seven, four on my last soil test from over this, over the off season. So I put down uh, five pounds per thousand of sulfur. Um, and that was quite, uh, quite the experience to do. That's the first time I've ever done that. It was, uh, it was that stinky, definitely stinky eggs on my clothes. And even in my skin, yeah. like in my pores, I could smell it for like two days on myself afterwards. It was, I'm sure it was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun. Yeah. Get to do it all again this fall too. Yeah. Vince, yeah, I, better. I got your new roller. How's that working out for you? Or a peat moss? Whatever. Oh, the peat moss spreader. Yeah, no, that thing is amazing. Awesome. Uh, Where, where's Mark at? It was uh, it's it's, a, <laughs> it's such a good it's such a good tool, man. I'm I'm looking forward to use. I did what I when I made that video. That was more just a, a sample. I just bought like two small bags of peat moss to lay it down to see how it would would spread and try to t- try to calibrate it or calculate you know how much coverage I could get with with just two small bags so I could uh, maybe estimate for, for when I do the bigger job in the fall. Yeah. That thing is amazing. I, I love it. It's definitely going to be a time saver. It's going to be a back saver and <laughs> it's also going to be a lung saver too, because man, when you spread yes. that peat moss by hand, Oh man, it gets everywhere. It gets in. I'm breathing it in. It's in my nose. It's on my clothes. I drag it in the house. It's, it's, yeah. it's a mess. Yeah, you my do the old clap and uh, yeah, clap yeah. and rub right? that and the shovel. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so, so. Did it's, you seed or were you just putting it down just to? Test I literally it? no, I just put it down. I didn't. I didn't seed or anything. I I just put it down to to try it out and uh, and it was it was amazing. It was incredible. I mean, literally, I put down that whatever eight hundred and fifty square feet, uh, two bags in like five minutes, less than five minutes. It was it was awesome. Oli, what you been up to down there? Um, I spent the day hauling dirt. Y'all was talking about free dirt the other, a few minutes ago. Um, I looked up. It's it's not what I wanted. It's red. It's sticky. Ah. But, uh, it's some sticky icky, but um, <laughs> we're going to fix it up. And I played uh, truck driver all day. I had a hell of a time. Loved it. <laughs> I saw that tractor was riding a little low in the front tires. Yeah, that's a, that's a customer of mine. He's an old fella. He's a dang good old dude, but told him, man, we need to put some air in that tire. He said, yeah, I'll get it in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he about had it flat. Yeah. But, uh, and he was loading that. That's his pickup. Man, that poor old girl, boy, he was loading her. He was loading her heavy. But uh, I was yeah. very appreciated to uh, to get the dirt. So that's that big rock out front. They ain't no getting it out. It's going to get covered. But I'm going to get them three little ones out. Yeah, it looked like you had that one pickup truck. Uh, to the red line uh, driving down the road with a trailer full of dirt there today oh boy she was on the carpet she was on the mat <laughs> so, so you haven't done your uh, seating that you were going to do then right no i got to get my butt busy i got a lot of things to get accomplished and uh so and it's getting pretty around here tomorrow's gonna be 80 so i mean it's it's time to it's time to somehow find time i don't know how you're gonna do it but uh, as far as papa moslo do you um have you ever heard of uh yara Fertilizer, Yara. No. You ought to look that up. 
And you have to see if you can find some local. My understanding is Yara makes a killer fertilizer for Bermuda. I'll look into that. Yes, sir. Yara. Yeah, and take a look yeah. at that uh, Bermuda Bible on the, the lawnforum.com. They got a, a really cool program worked out. A lot of guys on there have Bermuda lawns and have a really cool program. So you could, uh, you know, take a look at that, see what you think, or, you know, try to figure out how to combine it with other things you're thinking about from other things you've seen too. Yeah, right now my focus is on the soil. I did a soil test and, you know, I don't even know if you can call it dirt. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm low in everything, like my even my phosphorus, it's 0.08, so I have no phosphorus. Uh, nitrogen's low. I have no iron, no zinc, no copper. Uh, so I'm low across the board. So uh, I did buy the lawn care package from Ron Henry's store, the Miramichi Green. and It seems to have really helped. Up, you know, I just put it down a couple weeks ago, and it's, you know, it's, really uh helped out a lot i can tell the difference on that already but uh i'm gonna mow again tomorrow and put down the stress blend from yard mastery uh try to get some stuff up and i did throw down some milo to help out with the phosphorus trying to get it up a little bit because like i said it's non-existent really so i'm just trying to trying to work on the soil mainly right now if you're if you're trying to turn the soil around I'll tell you something else that you could Google and check out. And that's um, Earthworks. Earthworks Turf has a ton of, um, you know, good things to fix the soil. First thing I tell you, look out is they've got a product that is called, um, trying to think what it's called. Most of their Re- stuff is called Reno- Reno- Renovate Plus. That's a good one. Yes, sir. The 101. Look at their Renovate Plus. But they basically, that's for, I'm going to get some of that for this red dirt I just got today because um, it will really turn stuff around. I'm going to have to find a way to get some of that and get that jumping out there because I don't want just straight, you know, red dirt because what I've got around here is not red. Yeah, we, we got a lot of red dirt in Alabama. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yes, but look into their stuff. They got a lot of stuff that's, uh, you know, soil-based, you know, trying to turn soil biology around. Okay. Appreciate did, did you, that. Russell, did you pick up any of that uh biospectrum by any chance from Mary Michi Green? Uh right off the top of my let's see, I, I picked up their biostimulant uh with the humic twelve and the Nutrisol. And okay. That's that's what I sprayed. Yeah, I saw I saw Ron's video he put out a couple weeks ago where he uh showcase it was like a little tiny pill was, yeah. i think that was the biospectrum and like yeah. you just mix it in water and covered i forget how many square feet it covered but i, I think it covers a lot uh um, thousand square just, feet it it, it 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 it's all about you know bringing uh microbial activity into the soil and everything like that seems like a great product uh, I'm, I'm really interested in it myself yeah that's that's what i put down it, it seemed to you know did it and i'm ready to do it again already uh ready to make another application of that. Got a whole bunch of Milo too that I'm going to use, you know, that I bought, planning on using that. But after I, I spread a bag of that and the way I smelled after I sprayed it or spread it, uh, I'm going to treat my neighbor's yard with that this year. <laughs> where'd you, where'd you get the Milo at? How much you pay? It was like 1195 at Lowe's. Nice. 
that's not bad. They they marked it up to sixteen something here at Home Depot out here. And yeah, it used to be like less than ten for a bag. You know, it sounds like it's not it's not Malorganite themselves. It's the the popularity maybe, and, and you know, they just can't keep up with demand. So they these big box stores are jacking up their prices because they yeah. just because they. But I mean, David's not on tonight, so we can talk about it. I, I put some Milo down when I did my pre-merging back <laughs> mid February. I cheated a little bit, so I got to put it down early just to give it a little, a little something, a little taste. Uh, and I'm going to cut my grass shorter than I normally would these first two mows. And then I'm going to raise my deck this weekend and hope, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. I, I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, you know, if I want to get the grass waking up, I'll cut it a little bit shorter initially. Uh, and then I'll, then I'll raise the deck. And then, you know, when the sun starts hitting and temperatures rise and maybe I could spur some growth. Do you, what do you guys think about cutting, cutting a little bit shorter to start the season out versus letting it, letting it grow tall and cutting tall right off the bat? I'm yeah, going I to start with to get everything level, you know, yeah. take the first cut a little low, get everything. Cause over the winter, you'll have a couple places that'll pop up higher than the other. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, the first cut I cut low, that way everything sort of gets even, and um, I don't know how much truth to it, but you know, sometimes they they tell you you hear that once you cut it, it it promotes growth. About like they used to tell you shave your face and hair grow there. Well, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if that's true, but uh, anyway, I cut low the first time, get it all even, start from there. Yeah, I, I like to cut low to get those brown desiccated tips off the the end of the grass blades too, from that that dry yeah. out all the all winter in that dry air. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, one of those things that you hear too is, you know, by cutting a little lower, that's less shading on your soil. So the soil can warm up a little bit faster. I don't know if that's true. I mean, you know, by the end of February, after we came out of that cold snap, you know, I, I had sun on my lawn for the full days and I was warming up into the fifties and sixties on my soil temps uh, just after a week of sunshine and hadn't even cut the grass yet. So you know, yeah, you, you warmed up pretty quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that Just was from crazy our conversations, that, our conversations, yeah. you know, off of the show. Um, you're you warmed up really fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we came out of. I mean, we went from like sub zero temperatures around Valentine's Day. You know, that was back when you know Texas was getting slammed too, and yep. um, and then you know two weeks later, I was cutting the grass for the first time because it had warmed up, and I had my pre emergent down and. You know, I, I was watching the soil temps out in my front yard that gets sun all day. And, you know, I, I made posts about it, too, that, you know, that's why you got to make sure you're watching your yard because uh, my my yard wasn't matching up to what Greencast was saying just because I get, you know, full sun on my front yard all day. And, uh, you know, Greencast is like taking the average for like a whole zip code. So, you know, it doesn't go to your specific yard. So you have to watch your specific yard. So it was just crazy to crazy to see how fast we came out of those temps. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, it was what two weeks. I we had we had snow, and then two weeks later, the it was already warmed up. You know, we had a couple. Yeah. Sp- the temperatures dipped down at night, but during the day, with the sun on the yard, I don't. I just have one small tree in my front. Like uh, Russell was saying, you know, you got that one tree out there, so there's not much shade. So, yeah, it came really uh, definitely in, in Missouri, uh, which is nice. I mean, I'm all for a nice long spring. You know, I mean, hopefully it'll stay comfortable for a little bit longer before it gets uh, smothering hot and humid. So anybody dealing with uh, POA? I know, uh, Brent, you were talking about you had some uh, some POA issues. Um, I know I suggested to you in the chat to just smoke it off this year, reseed yeah. it, and then get your pre-emergent in the fall. Um, what's what's uh, what you thinking? 
Well, yeah, we, I was just looking at um, the chat here. Jamie, the accountant, said uh, he's been having nightmares about POA. <laughs> when does it germinate? How do I identify? Well, I'll tell you, uh, it's germinating in my yard and it's lime green <laughs> and it bunches together. So I think what had, what had kind of happened, I mean, a little backstory. Um, in 2019, I did absolutely nothing in my yard. I was working on a, some big house projects outside. I had um, had a tree removed like probably the year before in the front yard. Um, but in 2019, uh, we painted, I painted the exterior of my house and redid, I had to, I redid all my soffits, you know, like all new vinyl in the soffits and, um, you know, all new flashing, all new gutters, you know, all of that stuff. So that was kind of a, you know, kind of a spring and all summer project, just trying to, you know, find the time to do that because I have like, I guess you could call them corrugated or, or textured cedar shakes on my house. And so I had to actually go through and chip off a lot of like paint on those. And I was going through pretty much like the entire, my entire house with a heat gun, and like stripping paint off. Uh, Cause I didn't want it to look uneven. Right. When I repainted it, I didn't want to have like old paint, no paint and chips and have that all show through. So it was a time consuming thing. So I didn't do anything in my yard for 2019. And so I think what it, what it kind of occurred is um, a lot of POA and a lot of trash kind of like crept in. And then um, last year, I think I hit it pretty good. I, I hit the, the timing right uh, with my pre-emergent and didn't see a lot of that crap kind of germinating. But this year I'm surprised because I thought that I was, I thought I was hitting it a, like a week and a half early, just according to the soil temps and, and everything else. Like I said, it was March 20th that I went through and, you know, went for my little, uh, my experiment in aerating and overseeding, um, and spraying tenacity on top of the seeds and everything. But, um, I think I probably, I probably should have done it even a week earlier. Um, and we were talking right before we went live, um, Bill brought up, um, something that I had kind of forgotten about. Sean had actually mentioned earlier in the season that, um, a lot of that stuff would probably start germinating earlier this year. I don't remember what, uh, what episode that was when we were talking about it, but it, it certainly seems to be the case with me because I probably could have, I probably could have hit it like a week earlier with, uh, with my pre-emergent and, you know, my whole little experiment, but I looked out of my backyard kind of midweek last week and, I started seeing little something I didn't like. And by Friday I was, I took a picture and sent it, you know, to all you guys. And I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. It's probably like a third of my backyard is just my front yard's fine. Nothing. Um, but my backyard does not look good. And so it's, it's also like the high traffic area or like where my kids play the most. And so, you know, I can kind of see, where it's at. So, you know, what do I do? Do I just go ahead and kill it off now? Or do I just wait and then kill it off at the end of summer and, you know, reseed all that stuff in the fall or what are my other options? So, um, you know, Sean, you had talked to me about, um, kind of interrupting the cycle. Can you, can you kind of recap that for some of the people who are listening and might have other yeah. questions about that? Yeah. So from what I've never experienced, you know, I don't have firsthand experience with Poe in my yard or anything, but from what I've seen in the kind of the articles that I've read, the the best way to deal with it is to, to kind of break the cycle because it has almost an opposite growth cycle where it germinates over the winter 
and then uh, grows up into the spring and matures and goes to seed and drops the seed as the summer heat is starting and the plants are dying. And then those seeds sit on your lawn all summer. And then that's what sprouts over the next winter into the next year's crop. It's uh, annual bluegrass, right? Um, so the, the way you have to kind of stop it and get ahead of it is with a fall pre-emergent application that'll last through, you know, uh, September, October, November, December. Uh, so you stop that overwinter germination cycle and then that'll stop the next year's crop from coming up. And then that'll hopefully stop the future year's crop, uh, after that. So, um, you know, it's not, I don't think it's anything that you did this year. Um, you know, if you're, if the POA is kind of coming up now, uh, it's been coming up since, you know, last, last winter and it's just, you know, maturing now, uh, to the point where it's going to seed. So, you know, try to stay ahead of the, the seed head. Like if the, you see, you know, they have like a real kind of thin seed head with like a cross kind of structure, uh, like a ladder kind of structure. That's how you can kind of tell the seed head. Um, so keep on it with bagging to kind of suck up the seeds. Um, and then, you know, the, the problem you run into in the fall is that's the same time we're renovating and doing our, you know, our, our lawn renovation and seeding and overseeding for a lot of us. So, you know, if you're doing a, a fall overseeding project, you can't really put down a fall pre-emergent because then you stop your overseeding project from, from, from germinating. Uh, so you kind of have to pick and choose. Um, so with you, Brent, what you did, since you kind of went hard this spring, uh, if your lawn kind of really kicks into gear through the summer, you know, you can think about doing, um, a fall pre-emergent and not needing to do that heavy fall work. Uh, and then you'll kind of break, you'll break that POA cycle potentially. Yeah. And, um, and I kind of uh, like, I kind of like the idea of that, um, for me and, um, you know, that's, it's the reason I use the fertilizer that I use. I mean, somebody had asked this before, forget who it was. So I, my apologies, but somebody had asked, why do you guys use the fertilizers that you use? Um, you know, I wanted to go ahead and try something like hundred percent kind of all natural uh, fertilizers this year, which is why I'm doing the DCM, you know, just to kind of put as much or, or as little, I should say, I want to put as little chemicals on the yard, something I wanted to try out. And, um, yeah, so if I can get away without you know, just totally killing the whole thing off, then fine. You know, that's, that's what I would like to do, but. Zach, what were you going to say about the POA uh, discussion too? To be honest, I can't even remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I talking about remember. POA. Yeah. yeah. Ole, Ole, you got some experience with it this year too. I don't, yeah, I don't know this. if we could all get our blow torches out though. and Flamethrowers. It's bad, man. It, it's bad. I guess blame it on all the rain. Um, but I got a question maybe for somebody, maybe if, um, you know, grass doctor or, or somebody, my question is POA seeds. All right. They're on top there. They're everywhere. We all got them. I mean, they're everywhere. Um, how, how long until they're mature to reproduce, you know, just because you see the seed, it can't be you know, mature as soon as you see it about like how they grow grass to harvest out there in the sod fields or, you know, whatever you want to say out where they're harvesting grass seed, it has to get to a certain maturity before that seed is good enough to germinate. So 
my problem is I'm always tearing something up. I'm always overseeding. So I don't really get much of a chance to do any kind of fall pre-emergent. And I, I got some turf at the shop. It's so goddamn thick. You can lay on it and hold you up like a waterbed. And it's got some poa down in the bottom of it. And I can't believe it. I mean, I made a story on it today. It blew me away when I seen it. I mean, you had to be looking to see it, but it was in there. I always thought Bermuda was the devil. Hell, Poa might be the devil. Actually, yeah. So, hey, Sean, now I know what I was going to say. Um, I uh, I actually was going to say, Brent, an option, maybe. It's kind of a risky option, but uh, you could put down a fall pre-emergent and then dormant seed in, like, January. Um, like, mid-August, late August, I put down a pre-emergent on my back lawn, and I dormant seeded uh, about 3,000 square feet, Um in January and man, it's coming in sweet. I have, I haven't even, I haven't shown it yet, but man, it's coming in sweet. Mm. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's a risk though. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see how it matures and stuff because they're still like, you know, it's still not fully there, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of curious about like what, um, you know, what kind of other options, what kind of other options I have. Cause I mean, there's, there's gotta be, you know, a couple different ways to tackle it. And like, like Nate was saying before that, you know, Nate was saying that like quoting me, I guess, you know, I could treat it like a lab. I'm, I'm open to trying something. I mean, it, I'm happy, you know, like, like, here's the deal. Like the Poe is going to, with the heat with the summer heat, um, the Poe is going to go away. I mean, the Poe is going to die off and, and, you know, I'm going to be left with, uh, you know, maybe some, some kind of sparse spots. Right. But, uh, but it'll, it'll, it'll kind of fill in. I could throw some more seed at it, you know, late spring and, you know, hell I could throw some seed at it in the summer and just keep it wet, you know, and just water the hell out of a couple hand water the hell out of a couple spots. I'm not really concerned about that. It'll, it'll be looking good, you know, by June, you know, I'm pretty sure, but I'm more thinking long-term in terms of like, all right, well, how do I really eradicate it? Uh, can I really eradicate it without killing it all off? Um, you know, with Roundup. So, yeah. you know, if I can, Dude. great. And uh, and if I can't, then, you know, I want to try something else first and then be like, eh, all right, well, that didn't work out so well. I guess I just got to, I got to take, uh, take the hard line on it. <laughs> the thicker you get the turf you got now does help, you know. Yeah. You know, because yeah. a lot of mine's in the, you know, in the thin, you know, in the thin spots where things are thin. But um I don't know. The only other option is to overseed, try to overseed earlier, get that jumping, and then try to do a pre-emergent maybe mm. for the POA. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's really a remedy for POA other than right. just a pre-emergent in the fall. I mean, I don't think there's really anything to do um, yeah. just to try to prevent it in the fall, but which sucks. I mean, it's, it's out there to, to reproduce, and, man, it does a dang good job. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> – it's producing so many seeds, it's insane. But yeah, it is. You know, only other thing I know is you could mow it, bag it, throw the seeds away if you, you know, have a smaller lot or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. I mean, you don't have that option, but I mean, I have that option. You know, no. um, I bag, I bag my lawn probably seventy percent of the time. Um, you know, so I'll just I'm, that's my plan i'm just gonna keep bagging it <laughs> so yeah. like so like grass doctor saying the longer the seed stays on the seed stalk the higher the chance it will be you know able to seed in the ground so i mean yeah maybe if you just mow the shit out of it mow 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 um keep knocking it down it might not tolerate it very well 
Well, the good thing is when it, once it gets warm enough, the plant's going to disappear. But your your whole struggle, your whole fight is to keep those seeds from, you know, reaching maturity and being able to come back next year. You know? Brent, I didn't see in your in your picture. I mean, is it is it pretty? Is it widespread? You said you had some 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 big patches. Is it seem to be localized at least for now and in, in like different spots, or is it pretty much all throughout? No, it's not all throughout. Like I say, so it's kind of in the high traffic area. Like, um, you know, um, maybe what I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get out there in the morning and take a picture of it. Um, and I'll put it up on my Instagram because like I ain't trying to hide anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically when I walk out my back door, like down my back steps, kind of straight out into the yard. If you guys are you know, familiar with look at my yard, look at my pictures, it's kind of in front of my shed so my back door and my shed are kind of like a straight shot and uh it's kind of right in that area because that's kind of where the kids tend to play i mean you know i don't know they just kind of go right out the back door and play right there so do you think that it it just seems i think it it just like the high traffic area which i would say is probably like a maybe it likes compaction what's that i'm sorry it likes compaction for some reason like you know you'll see it growing Mm -hmm. in gravel where people drive every day and it's the worst over, you know, around me on the edges of the road where people run all off the road and you can't grow, grow grass because they can't stay on the road. But that <laughs> doggone pole will grow all the way down the side of the street. Mm. And it's like it's almost like it likes compacted areas. I don't know if that's any science to that or not. Yeah. I mean, just like every other kind of weed and undesirable plant, right? It, it kind of thrives in the areas that are either bare, bare ground, compacted, have a pH that's not right or some other sort of underlying factor that lets the weed kind of thrive in that area. So, you know, the, the more we could be better about fixing all those things, you know, the less chance. And, and like you said, oh, we get in that thick yard mm-hmm. to keep those weed seeds from germinating in the first place uh, and outcompete the weeds with our good lawns. And, you know, that that's, that's what it's all about. I was going to say, I saw a live stream where I can't remember which one it was now. They were, uh, saying they saw a university study that said a lot of POA is becoming resistant to any type of uh, like pre-emergent or anything like that. So they're, they're seeing it now in just about every state. Hmm. Interesting. That'd be a challenge. I did uh, what, what, back to what Zach was saying with the, uh, the dormant seeding in, in almost in the wintertime or, or early, early in the beginning before we hit spring, I, I did a little spot in my yard that didn't get hit by the sprinklers much and it thinned out got pretty bare. Um, and I did that. And as I was walking around today, putting the fertilizer down, I saw that that spot is coming in super thick and, and looking really good. And I, you know, there's definitely something to, uh, that, that dormant overseeding, you know, maybe if you, if you can get a jump start on it next year, you know, if it, if it continues to be a problem or if those spots thin out, maybe as, as the plants die off and if, if it doesn't thicken up with the seed you put down, that might be something to consider as a, as a natural option and maybe hit it early. So that once, as soon as those temperatures hit, those seeds are already ready to germinate. And that might come in real thick. Cause that, that one particular spot, the grass is almost twice as tall as the rest of my yard. And it's real thick. It looks really good. I was like, man, I watched the rest of my yard. Look at that right now. Now you can put too much seed in one spot and it'll look like carpet. And as it matures, it'll kill each other. Oh well, yeah. I got to watch That's out for true. that. Yeah. I learned that early on. Yeah. <laughs> Too oh, thick. Dang. That looks yeah. good, boy. That's like carpet. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it matured and they all choked each other out. Yeah, just go yeah. thick with 10 C's instead of thick with 27 C's. And that's, that's <laughs> the, the ideal level. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I was curious, like for mostly cool season guys, how many of you are ahead of where you were last year in regards to your first mow, your first fertilizer application? Like from what I see and people I've talked to, like it's across the board, like everyone. I haven't, I haven't talked to a single person who's behind where they were last year. I was just curious. I'm, I'm, behind. I'm behind. I'm behind. Are you? Are you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I had my first mow probably mid-March last year, and I just got it in. Um, I uh, I have in my phone that I put down FERT um, mid-March last year, and I, uh, to be honest, I've only put FERT on my front 5,000 square feet. I haven't done any other fertilizer yet. So, yeah, I'm – I mean, I'm a little behind, but I'm not actually behind. But with the weather, yeah, I'm behind. And you, yeah, you're, are you basing that like, are you I'm not basing? Are you blaming that more on because of the weather and the temps, or is it like if you remember last year, did you like kind of like jump the gun a little bit, or I'm no? It got, it got warmer. It got warmer quicker last year, and then um, okay. it uh, like I said, I just got my first mow in a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And then I just, yeah, I put fruit on my front lawn um, and that's it. But uh, last year, you know, I mowed mid-March and I put a fruit app down right after. So um, gotcha. tomorrow night, I'm actually probably going to hit my back 30,000 um, back and sides. So hit it, hit it yeah. back, hit it, seemed, hit it in the back. Hit it in the back. Like those, <laughs> <laughs> seemed like those, you know, the Great Lake area stayed colder longer than everybody else this year too yeah and i still have spots that are dormant um at least i hope they're dormant um <laughs> but uh yeah i still have some spots that are dormant um so well you had snow last weekend didn't you you got some flurries last yeah, weekend yeah just so. just a little bit of flurry and then it was like 60 the next day then it was like 30 the next day um it bounced back and forth and then like today was like 80 and then tomorrow's 80 yeah, it's crazy. I have a uh, photo here from March 26th, 2020 that looks pretty good. So here, I'll show it to you. Not too bad. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're a little early here in St. Louis. Like I said, you know, I was mowing February 28th, and that's, you know, at least two, three weeks nor- ahead of normal. We're usually out mid-March uh, mowing our first time. But I'm, I'm trying to take advantage of it by getting uh, – getting some kelp, some of that cytogrow down to try to get an earlier jump and have a longer period of time to build the grass up to, uh, to the summer stress. I, I got wrecked last year by summer stress with uh, fungus and heat and drought stress. Uh, I, don't, I don't have irrigation, so I kind of expected that, but uh, I'm trying to, trying to prevent it a little bit this year. So I'm, I'm trying to take advantage of the, the little, little jump start we got. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I tried to do, I tried to go about two, two and a half weeks earlier this year with the pre-emergent and then the weather was so nice. I just wanted to get out there and cut the grass. I was a little excited, um, but I also want to try to do my, so I do the split app just like Sean does with the pre-emergent. And I want to try to put that down a little bit earlier on my second application because I'd like to try to do my overseeding in the fall a couple weeks earlier have my irrigation set up, my above ground kind of DIY thing I got going on and give it more time to, to grow before the cool weather hits. I, I think, I think I wait, you know, I usually wait until 
end of September. And the first year I did it, I think that worked well. But last year, I think it it got cool too quick, and I want to give it more time to to you know grow uh, before before it you know stops for the year. So I'm, tr- I'm trying deliberately to go a little bit earlier with with that by a couple of weeks, so I can have more time in the fall for that overseeing to grow. Did you did you say end of September or beginning of September? You did last year. I did it at the end of September and then I was mowing by, by Halloween. So I give it a month, the month of October. I want to try to do it maybe mid, mid September this year or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're just 50 or hundred miles away from me. So, you know, I, I did my renovation right at the, right around Labor Day, I think it was. So that's, that seems to be a good time for, you know, most of the Midwest to, to do their lawn work. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did mine the weekend before Labor Day. So same time frame, but I would, I would say you probably want to move up to early September versus late September. Like I was mowing. I mean, I was mowing late, you know, almost into December. I think the 31st November was my last cut of the season, which is great, but everything is already slowing down and, and it's yeah. so I didn't get that, that real good growth that I was expecting. Uh, we'll yeah. see how it does. I think, it, I think it'll be fine. I just wanted to see more, more of it come up. Um, before we hit the cool temperatures. So I'll definitely Is anybody um, seeing any other weeds other than POA? Like anybody got clover popping up, maybe some like dandelions, even though if they're not like a yellow flower yet, just some dandelions, um, <laughs> stuff like that. Our, our dandelions are yellow. Our dandelions are yellow here already. It's crazy. Yeah. My yeah. neighbors got yellow already. Chickweed. Yeah I, got, yeah. I had a bunch of chickweed up in the flower bed and around the foundation of the house, uh, little spots of clover, and some other stuff I'm going to get out there probably in the next week or two with the spring, uh, spring blanket spray. See what I can see what I can knock out. What are you going to nice. use to spray it, Sean? Uh, this is going to be uh fusillade and triclopyr and I, I might mix in a, a tenacity spike too, and then uh, spray it, wait two weeks, spray again. And then we'll, we'll see if we can, uh, can gut out all the, all the stuff out of the, the fescue. Why the fusillate? Uh, I got, I just want to get any of the young crabgrass that I might've missed with the pre-emergent and fusillades labeled for that. And then it's labeled for a bunch of other sort of grassy weeds that I kind of battle to Dallas grass too. So, and then the Treclopyr, uh, Treclopyr four, the ester formulation. Mm-hmm. Treclopyr is a good spike too. Like with a three way or something. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, I, 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 I Where's like my Pilex at? Man, I, I, it's on the snail's back. <laughs> I, it's Oli's only selling me an ounce. Just so everybody know, Oli's selling me an ounce. Um, I'm doing some Pilex. You're getting, uh, getting high on your own supply there? What, what are you doing with selling ounces out here? <laughs> better not I paid them, too. I got to get everybody's stickers out, too. I got a quick question for all y'all. How many <laughs> keep off the grass stickers did you send me? Because I have apparently lost them. <laughs> Got and it's gone <laughs> i think brian did it do you know how many oh, there were like, like 25 something like that I yeah, I gotta, yeah 20 or 25 i gotta find them because i owe some people stickers and i was gonna <laughs> throw one of those in there with them and i was like i ain't mail them till i find those so <laughs> turn that shop upside down it's a disaster <laughs> I think this was a, this was a good episode. This was fun. I, I like hearing what y'all got going on and what we're all battling with and, and planning on for this spring. It's, it's it's definitely an exciting time of year. I'm sure uh, everybody's got big plans. And this was a 
good to kind of get it updated on what, what all you guys are doing right now. We'll have to do something like this again down the road as we you know move forward to do another kind of check in with everybody and see what we're doing, kind of how our progress is and, and all that good stuff. Thank you so much, Russ. Mr. Lowe's for jumping on. Appreciate it. it was really I appreciate good to y'all having me. Yeah, yes, thank sir. you. And thank you for being a big part of the community, seeing you in the chat all the time on yeah. uh, either Absolutely. our live streams or even on our some of us who have YouTube channels and stuff. Really appreciate the love and uh, support. Yeah, I try to support everybody in the community, and I, I appreciate the, you know, the love I've re- received in return. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, we we got some good guests lined up for a few episodes from now too. So let's uh, make sure we're all hitting that like and subscribe on this, and hitting that bell so we uh, we all can be alerted and everything when we go live and, and see what we got coming up in the next couple of weeks. Right on. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. Thank you.